Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, let's get this thing started, man. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. We back. Bonus episode. <laughs> Sound like the nigga in Space Jam. <laughs> and we got a special one today, man. We got a real special one. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And welcome back to the Extra Gravy. And we are joined by none other than writer, creator, executive blood producer. All right. Director, jack of all trades, master of some. <laughs> we got Sasha Lee Henry in the building. How you doing? How you doing? How you feeling? Amazing. It was a great intro. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yeah, man. You got you got something special dropping on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, today. Yes. It'll, this will be up on Friday. So today. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the first three episodes of my series, Bria Matt Gets a Life. Mm. Yeah. On Crave. Year, yeah. Years in the making. Years in the Let's making. Let's just give it up for Come Come on. on. Now. Come on now. Sticking through it. Finishing things we start. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is what we practice here. <laughs> All right? Now, you've been working on this for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got this show with one scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah How yeah. did that happen? I just, I, we, I released a short film called Bitches Love Brunch. And uh, my <laughs> it's EP- a, another banger, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Corinna. Shout out to Shashi. And um, my EP, like my now EP, Mark Montefiore, saw it and reached out to me and my creative producer. And we're like, are you working on anything else? And I had just come back from a summer in L.A. where I was like, let's see what's happening in L.A. Everybody's always running down L.A. when you work yeah. in the film industry here. And so I just went out to explore and mm-hmm. I got to some panel and the guy was like, what's stopping everybody from like moving forward? And then I was like, I have a scene idea, but like I don't have the whole show concept yet. Like, do I need to know all the episodes and everything before I go? And he was like, no, that's something that's kind of been born out of like the Netflix boom. Because I think at one point mm. that's something that they asked for. He's like, but if you have an opportunity to pitch, pitch what you have. And like, if they like it, they'll just ask you for more. Wow. Yeah. And so fast forward four months later from that trip. We had the opportunity to pitch, and I was like, fuck it, let's take the call, and I'm just going to pitch this scene idea that I had that had been like percolating for a while. And then I pitched um, what, will be, what becomes the fantasy departure in episode two. Won't spoil it for you, but mm-hmm. it's uh, very high stakes <laughs> uh, towards the end of the episode. And yeah, on the call, and I remember like I was in Thailand, and my creative producer was in Japan, and I think Mark was in London, and it was like this oh, wow. kind of scratchy conference call. But I had like yeah, I was pitching it, and then they laughed out loud, and I was like, say less. Nice. <laughs> That's what Got you want when you're pitching comedy. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. That's exactly. amazing. Yeah. And, and then they were like, "Do you have any more?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, but it's the holidays, you know, because it was the middle of December." I was like, "Why don't we pick it back up in the new year?" Because everything's then, closing smart. down. Yeah, yeah. And then I went and wrote more. Nice. <laughs> oh, you so had time. Time. In your bag during Christmas, everyone's like, come eat. Nah. 
I gotta, I gotta write this down. That's crazy. So when you're pitching, you don't have to actually have a scene filmed. You could just have it like written down. Yeah, like in, there's different stages, and I guess different versions of the pitching space. Because there's like pitching to a network, mm -hmm. which you want to be like more ready for, and it also depends on like who you are in the industry. Like Martin Scorsese could just talk to a studio head and be like, <laughs> yeah. here's a thing. And they yeah. like, okay. go off, but it's because it's Martin Scorsese. Whereas me, like my name is not necessarily known at the time, that kind of thing. If you're going into a network, you want something more robust. Mm -hmm. But I mean, maybe even if you're going to a production company, you probably want more, but like I a didn't treatment, have that. Yeah. a deck, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. They were interested. They liked bitches of brunch and were asking if we we're going to do more of that. And we weren't. And I was like, let's just take the call and then pitch them this thing. And Instead, just decided yeah. to see. I mean, I was already broken in Thailand. So, like, yeah. what well, was... I mean, How? are you ever broke in Thailand? Well, that's, this is, that's why, <laughs> to be clear, Money is I was, I broke, was here. broke, and that's why I went, went to, to Thailand. Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So, so to find yourself, of yes, course. Of course. <laughs> when was this? This was uh, fall of 2018. So, mm. November... Will be five years since I initially pitched it. No, wow. December. Wow. Will be five years. Yeah. Wow. It's been five years. And I'm guessing the COVID had something to do with that. Possibly. I mean, I'm sure, but we were still like, we had been in development for at least a solid year before COVID. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it was like option for three years. And I had never, like, I'm very much coming from the indie filmmaking side of things. So, I didn't know what to expect as to yeah. what was long or short. And the, like we were still pretty early in the development term. I was still writing scripts and getting paid for drafts. So I don't know if that maybe slowed things. Probably. I'm sure it did. But. So you're getting paid leading up to before it even start like is out. Yeah, when you're in development, but it's not like in a it's not like a retainer or any kind of monthly thing. You get paid like, you know, there's a fee according to the WGC for the draft in development. Okay. And like when you deliver the outline you get ten percent. The okay. first draft you get fifty percent. So that kind of thing. So yeah. I was very much still working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people who just pitch. Yeah. And like, we'll say eighty percent of the time it doesn't go all the way. Yeah. And they're still making bread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Making yeah, yeah, bread yeah, yeah, for yeah. something that never sees the light of day, yeah, yeah. which you I find can so still interesting. Get paid to just pitch? your IP is a lot, man. Yeah. People don't wow. understand. Like this is why a lot of. Seasoned people will always preaching to the youth, keep your IP, keep yeah. your IP, because yeah. you never know where you can like mm -hmm. repurpose it or put it in a different place. Like there's a lot that goes into it. But now you got Bria Mac, Get yes, to Life, mm -hmm. October 13th on Crave. Yes, yes, yes. Bria Mac's a show about a 25 year old Jamaican girl, yes, mm -hmm. yes, Jamaican Canadian girl, I guess. Yes. And she's being rushed into life, essentially. Just yeah. a little bit more than she wants to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she that. has to grow up too quick, Yeah, essentially. She's, she feels like she's an overachiever type A. She's like, you know, I did my time. I'm going to chill a little bit. Yeah. But that doesn't work for her it mom. doesn't work in a Jamaican household, <laughs> period. No, no, no. And I'm guessing you've experienced this yourself. You know what? <laughs> Funny enough, like... Not in as explicit a way as Bria. Like, the thing is, my dad is a, I tell him, like, he's a professional dreamer. Like, he's a serial entrepreneur. Mm. He's had everything from, like, you know, he always jokes, you know, along me, I sell Kisco, Dong, and I Kings. Like, him mm. and his brother, like, from those days till now has had, like, you know, mortgage broken company, used car company, construction, like, construction, like, paintings at flea markets. The, he had a, the that's my dad. Jack had a, of all do we trades. have the same dad? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, we're in Jamaica. You never know. <laughs> hey, mom. He, he came home very work. late at night. I don't know <laughs> what he was doing. So there was Putting never, like, like, 
it wasn't like you can't go after things or whatever. It's like way off of work and take care of yourself. Moscow like, work. Yeah. There's no like while you're pursuing the thing, like you got to figure something out and not even to like help with household responsibilities, but even just to take care of yourself. Right? Just yeah. to be active. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. And, and have some autonomy, like, yeah, even though you're in the house, so there's really no autonomy, but yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Like you still you, have to have things for yourself and be able to move no around. way. The biggest beef my sister and my parents always had is they would leave in the morning time, especially during summer. They'd leave in the morning time. She's watching TV. Come home. Come home. Watching she's watching TV. TV. Oh, my the gosh. That, that is just like, oh, it's almost unspoken at this point in time. Like, even if you hear the door door open, you have to jump up and look like you were doing something. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like, have to. I used to put this, the broom beside <laughs> the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shawshank Redemption, nigga. I, yeah. I do Pretend not play around. Pretend you're cleaning. Exactly. Pretend you're cooking. Yeah, 100%. I'm dusting the blinds and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. So this this show, we're going to focus on episode three. We, yeah. we got to watch a sneak mm -hmm. peek of episode three. Yeah. And wow. Um, <laughs> for Canadian TV, I was like... <gasps> I clutched my pearls. I was like, can she do this? Is this allowed? <laughs> First of all, my nigga Femi's in there. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Come on, man. Now, now I got visions of Femi in my head. Now I know what Femi's penis looks like, and I did not ask for this. There's a very important thing. I, actually, I need to go on record. I promised him oh, that we would. Yes, you had to. This is super important. The public must know. I know oh this was in gosh. his contract. I knew okay. it. That He's is like, not uh, Femi's Femi. penis. I have, like, it's, it's, it's He's like, really there's an extra baby exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. That is not no. Femi's dick. <laughs> this guy, I, I was like, he had to that put it in the contract. That needs to be like the title or something. <laughs> not Femi's dick. The, the, the funny part was when, because like just in fairness or whatever, we you had the option, do you want to pick the dick that would represent yours? Femi's oh, never declined an opportunity so fast. Like, he's like, nah, I'm good. This is the greatest <laughs> story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I can't wait to see him. Imagine, oh he's like, but whichever ones you do choose, please run it by me first. Yeah. <laughs> I'll nod or I'll shake my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to audition them. We had to audition. You the had dicks. to audition How the dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we had to audition. Dick auditions. So, so where was my were, agent? Were you looking for that? So did you have like looking for calling all Nigerians like looking for Nigerian dicks. Yeah. We need some girthy motherfuckers. No, so this started as like, first we were in a production meeting. It was always going to be some kind of dating game type yeah. departure that we had planned. But like we were talking about how we actually going to execute these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then my EP at the time said like, what if they were like dressed as dicks and I heard like showing, just showing their dick mm -hmm. and it was a real like, who's on first type thing. And then suddenly we had like an actor meeting and an intimacy coordinator. And it was like, oh, like, I feel like everyone at some point thought, well, we're not going to be able to do this. Like, yeah. this is a funny idea. And then it just like, then there were three men in robes and we were given very specific instructions wow. from Actra and like wow. to make sure everything was above board. But first they put out a call for new, for like people who were open to being nude and like told them that they wouldn't see their faces, that kind of stuff. And then we wow. had to narrow it down from 15. Like, uh, that was like, we got options. Are they in a prison line? What's going like, on? I mean, yeah, like, that's really what I'm imagining. Is. Because when I do, I know when I'm on set for like commercials, for example, <laughs> And we gotta do wardrobe. They just line up, up line us up yeah. in front of the clients. 
And then they just critique, like, oh, I don't know. Well, this was the worst part. So it was in the time when we were filming Bria, we were in the office space, and it was like this old insurance building, and mm. we just have found like a tech room, and they were like, oh, we'll just use this. But it was like <laughs> kind of old, and one of the lights was like flickering type of oh vibe. My God. <laughs> it was like, very <laughs> underground, it was like very was it, a very casting couch casting vibe. couch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Couch couch. <laughs> was it a long or a short process? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a chubby process. I don't know. And the worst part is like, so they would they got ready, they got to put on robes, and the thing is like, we're here just to see their dicks. So they come in, and there's like a, a barrier of like shelves that used to hold IT stuff. So they have to go up, like they come in, they have to walk around that, come in front of us, myself, our, our, our one male EP. Come in front of you. Oh wait, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Oh I was like, this is going crazy. <laughs> I, know, I heard Cardinal official in my head go, stop. <laughs> but they had to stand in front of us. And then, but none of us knew what to say because any conversation would just be fake. How like, many people are matter. in the room? There's four, four of us. Myself, Kelly Five Marshall, who was the director of that episode. Big up, Kelly. Big, big up, Kelly. Kelly. Tamar Bird, who was um, the producer on it. And then Mark was the EP. We needed male, like another male person in there. And so he, he almost was like, no, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Like, no, you need to. And you so, to. so like, legally, was he in the to. room or did he have to look? No, he, we, he had to look. Like, we all had to look. And they came and they opened their amazing. And just opened them and turned from side to side and then closed them. Were any of them shrinking as it was out? Because oh, 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 I would have like, been shrinking. I don't, The nerves would have killed just me. Just Marlon in the corner, like, come on, you're a shower. Come on, buddy. Come on, you're a grower, not a shower. After the first person went, because there's nothing for us to ask them. Oh, that would be tomorrow. God. Like, tomorrow was like, great job. I mean, like, it looks great. I mean, Thank, Thank you. you. Oh. <laughs> we just had to leave, and it was, and it's such a long walk for them to go around the shelving unit before we can even say anything. We're not debriefing; like we're just gonna be like, "All right, are these good?" Type of thing. So, Do yeah, <laughs> very awkward. Mm. I feel any, like it was very awkward. Were there any that impressed you too much? <laughs> no, I mean, I like. I really wish they were all relatively flaccid, which is fair. That makes sense. That's what the role called for. Um, <laughs> it just. Yeah, it no. No. <laughs> no, no. So because they uh, also still had on shoes. So like it's like <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> a robe had on shoes, Tim's, shoes, had on Tim's and a baby blue do-rag. And then the I was gonna say, did anybody have a hat? <laughs> no, on? the baby blue dewy. Baby blue dewy mm. with the Timbos and the softy? <laughs> what in the crazy. Yeah. What in the flaccid yeah. femi is going on here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Flaccid femi. There are so many times in shooting the show did, I was literally like, this is ridiculous. Did you guys know anybody who came through? Oh no! I didn't. <laughs> Malcolm? I... <laughs> Shut up! Uncle? <laughs> I didn't know anyone, but Kelly did know somebody. Kelly oh know somebody. Uh... Did she recognize them by the face or? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I actually don't know at what point. She's like, hold on. She's like, wait turn that bump real quick. <laughs> Is that a birthmark? I know this nigga. <laughs> I haven't seen you in I'm ages. familiar with this. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, That's so Dude, He does great work. He's it's been good. so long. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, man. All right. So that's not Femi's penis. We got to put that out there. That's my yeah. dog. Yeah. Big up Femi Lawson. Yeah. It's not Femi's penis. He wasn't doing the that. Arc. Got it. And for a second, it, it, it jump scared me because... 
<laughs> no, because yeah. right, the other two were like right away, right? Mm -hmm. And then she just kind of talks a bit and he's showing his forearms. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, Femi's not going to show his dick. Yeah. And then I showed it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit. You were worried that you seen your friend <laughs> yes. dick for I'll, no I'll, reason. I audibly screamed in my house <laughs> alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. All right. Oh, my God. Like the forearms, too. though. That's just funny, man. Now, there are very creative things done with this show that... Mm have been done before, but I feel like mostly in just the animated space. Like, right, this yeah. show reminded me of Family Guy for black people. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, such a high compliment. <laughs> there's, Aww. like, there's these tangents that, these creative little, like, mind things that she does where, like, and, and I love the, the nigga Jiminy Cricket. Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that, that character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, there's just so many times where you guys, I, I, I can't imagine how fun it was to think of these little side things, the yeah. side thoughts. Yeah. How did you guys decide which thoughts were worthy of that? That was a real question. That was like a real thing we were constantly questioning just mm -hmm. because like it's really, because the show is so referential, wherever there's an opportunity to have a reference, it could be a jumping off exactly. point. Exactly. But then if we do that too often, it loses mm. its impact. Yeah. And so yeah. it really, what we narrowed it down to, it really had to be Bria was in a moment or a context where she either really couldn't say how she needed to feel. We could feel that we got to a peak like mm. that. Or, right, that if they were in a sidebar, she needed to release some kind of emotion or something to express the thing. It's so, usually anger. Yeah. It's yeah. usually anger, especially with the microaggressions she yeah. faces at work and yeah. things like that. It's usually something annoying yes that gets to her and then she just goes somewhere else yeah exactly it's like or, her escape yeah totally that's yeah. what it was supposed to be like like where can we go because i mean we've seen microaggression and stuff like that it's shitty for me to watch a black woman's hair get touched and like mm -hmm. the fake stupid hr meeting where they're not going to do anything about yeah. it right like so if i'm going to show In that and life. show what that feels like Mm -hmm. How can we give like agency back to the black women in that situation mm. or the marginalized people that would like resonate that those kind of things experiences resonate with and let us have the last laugh about it. And yeah. like, black attack <clears throat> and escaping to those places gives us that opportunity where like they are, you know, queens of the castle, anything Anything we want to do and like play with in this world can happen. Nice. Yeah. And I noticed that this this episode specifically, it's almost like you were letting the allies be seen. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got yes. the white yes. man who can cook jerk chicken, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who yes. does season the food. Yes. And then yes. you have yes. the white guy at work that at first seems like an ally. Yeah. <laughs> And then you find out yeah, 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 he yeah. hates Jordans. Jokes. You're different. The real okie Oh, man. That yeah. would make me niggify things in my life. So fast. Times 10. So fast. Like, yeah. I'd overcompensate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's going to be, like, a growing thing for Bria throughout this, like, the, the life of the series, too, is, like, when mm. you can, like, I'd, I've had this feeling, right, where you can really get along with certain, like, white people or people that are not of your culture, and then, like, all of a sudden, you're just like, Wait. why are you all laughing so loud at what I said? Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. It was like, I watched that movie, American Fiction, which I really loved, had great mm. elements, but watching it in a theater full of white people. Scary. There's certain jokes that you're just like, all right, it's funny. It's not that funny. Like, yeah. are you paying attention yeah. to what's please, happening please. type of yeah. thing? Yeah. And like trying to oscillate between yeah. like, she's just being who she is, but what does that look like, you know, when she's with these different groups and how does she change herself? And navigate not? it. Yeah. 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 It was also almost like that Jordan, uh, that Key and Peele skit <clears throat> where like, 
Obama has his translator. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, saw yeah, moments yeah, of yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's kind of like you her translator. You guys are getting all the references. This is awesome. Yeah, Black Attack <laughs> is like a mix of the hormone monster from Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Mouth. That's yeah. exactly. I'm yeah. like, that's Big Mouth hormone monster and personified. the angry translator, yeah. like, mashed into one. That's exactly And I love Family I Guy. Like, to me, those like that show is so funny because of the way it just, like, whips to the thing or, like, off of, like, yeah. the heels of one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll just end up in this other thing where they're, like, Cutting open a vault with someone's chin, like yeah, some guy, and you're like, Ted what's happening? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ted Danson, big ass chin. Fresh off the boat used to do that a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, yeah, uh, Eddie yeah, yeah. Huang there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. would always do these cutaways to like scenarios that he would bring up in the story, or like yeah, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal's shoe, and it just goes, goes to his shoe. Yeah, it's just I, really, really cool. I love it. I feel like, and especially the. Thank you for getting a mom that really speaks Patois. Thank you. Thank that you. really, yeah. I, I understand she had to water it down in certain parts. I completely get it. <laughs> yeah. Not but judging, but you understand. You can still hear the authenticity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can still hear the Dutch pot. You know yes, what I mean? Like, yes, yes, So yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. Um, and like you've worked on small budget stuff. You've worked yeah. on big budget stuff. What's more re- rewarding? I mean, I still don't think I've worked on big enough budget stuff. Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. But I think... It's really tough because I think with being the showrunner on this is probably the biggest budget project thing and being the showrunner, I got to help set the tone. Mm. I think it's really it with smaller budgets it's really tough because truthfully there's some things that money can just fix. Yeah. And problems it can alleviate. But the passion and grit and effort that shows up in absence of that money is like it's heartwarming and it's the thing that inspires you to keep going even yeah. if you're not getting paid. And I will say like for this being a network show or whatever, a lot of that ethos and that energy from the people we worked with was still present. So mm. I feel really yes. lucky slash spoiled. Slash I'm, I'm nervous to go to like another set run by someone else, someone I don't know because yeah. I know it's not always like that. Yeah. I remember from my <clears throat> PA days and now I've, I feel like we've set a standard that we all like and want to be a part of, but I'm like... <sighs> It's hard Sorry. to meet for everybody, yeah. Yeah. especially when you're talking outside of your culture. Yeah, because realistically, majority sets that will have that same um, spirit are gonna be have to run by black women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's few and far between, yeah, especially really in this it. industry. I mean, there's three. I think, to my knowledge, there's only three black female showrunners in Canada. And one time, I, we were, I was in Banff in June. The other one of the other ones is. Um, Marsha, Marsha Green, and mm. she was in the room too. And we realized that, and I was like, "Damn, Marsha, we can't go home on the same flight. Like, mm. if something happened, like we, <laughs> we got down to one. There's not enough." So yeah, you're right. I think like the leadership does make a difference in how those environments can feel. And like I will say, like credit to all of the like you know non-black and and white people that we were collaborating with. I mean, some of the the actors who play the the woke allies who they were just so down to like let themselves be, you know, the joke of it and like knowing white people kind love of the that. thing. They really, white people they really a little too much. It's kinda no, that happened. <laughs> there was so in episode five, there is like a, only a, sp- a snippet of it made it in the episode, but Cheryl, the character Cheryl played by Shannon Jardine, I believe her last name is, she was amazing. And she ends up like improvising there's like a musical beat there and then she's like, oh, I tried some lyrics you want and it was like she improvised it and like said the lyrics and it was like supposed to be about like an ignorant woman who had gone to the islands and she was like I don't know she talked about skunk and like smelling the the weed and the de- and I'm not kidding you every single from the camera people to the sound person to the BG tears like tears and it dying. was like 
Shannon, you did this voluntarily. <laughs> like, this isn't even what we scripted. scripted. Like, yeah. you really did this but that's when you find a lot of those magic moments, yeah. right? 100%. Is when you go off script and just let the feeling yeah. run what's going on. Yeah. How much of the crew was black or and how much say did you have in hiring the people behind the scenes? I had, I think I had a significant amount of say. I feel a lot of mutual respect between like myself and um, and I think, you know, the reality is we were going into production on the other side of the racial reckoning. So I think even if there were certain things people mm. want to re rebut, and mm. I love typing up a quick dissertation as to why you can't <laughs> tell, me, tell me no for certain things. So the truth is, like, I think there was a sincere interest and wanting, you know, to better representation even before. Mm -hmm. And but I think on the other side of the racial reckoning, like it was hard for people to come back when I'm like, well, no, there needs to be at least this many people that we're yeah. also considering that have BIPOC representation yeah. or something. And mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I mean, in, and in doing that and just kind of going with the people who were the best for the job, genuinely, we did end up with a lot of like female HODs, BIPOC HODs and nice. like, you know, but there was still obviously there was white people, other people, yeah, other yeah. people sure. of color <clears throat> on there. And I would say, like, percentage-wise, I don't actually know, but I know it was very diverse. It was quite mm -hmm. mixed. Like I said, a lot of the leadership positions were women of color, pardon me. So naturally, you know, I think... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our camera, like opposite team was like all women who like rode came to work on motorcycles every day like mm. it was like it was cool just to be a part of that and to know that we were making something that we all felt was good too yeah because sometimes those two things don't add don't don't come together yeah so. well, sometimes i'm really happy that you've like been able to have like such a big say you know yeah thank you i mean i think like and sometimes it's tough because it really does come at a cost sometimes mm -hmm. to prioritize that kind of representation. Like, you know, when it came to hair and things like that, like the person I had in mind and trusted the most and knew could do the job has a ton of experience outside of the union, but is re mm -hmm. relatively new in the union. Yeah. But they are who <coughs> I believe and like. I really had to be like, like you know, and the union has their their own stipulations about like process for hiring and all of that stuff, which I totally respect. But I had to be very frank that like, it is not the show's fault that we've like let it slide that people don't have to be trained on 4C hair for this long. Yeah. So that being said, we're not going to suffer because of those things. Yeah. yeah. And listen, someone non-black can take the position, but I, a portfolio won't suffice. I remember sending this email. I said they need to be able to lay a lace front live in front of me and redo two of the braids in my head. And do the electric slide. <laughs> and I remember being like, 
<laughs> it might seem like unfair testing, but like there's too many times where we've gone off lookbooks or just the person saying they could do it and, and seeing black characters and end up in tears because they know they look ridiculous yep. and don't feel like they have the authority to be able with to the makeup too. Yeah, with the makeup too. So <laughs> three quarters of America's next top ashy. model. Yeah. <laughs> so it was super important. There was key roles where like I think everyone understood why it wasn't a non-negotiable for me, and the rest mm-hmm. was just making sure that there was enough people of color being considered period that they just mm-hmm. had the chance and naturally who was going to like the best person was going to be the best. Listen, person. everybody yeah. was moisturized. Everyone yes. had proper lineups. The yes. hair was laid. Yeah. Shit was not looking Ricky. It wasn't a Tyler Perry yes. production, <laughs> Yes, yes. which yes. is Tanks. troubling considering everybody's black on that set too. So I, was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. But this is like, I, I think it's a groundbreaking show for Canada. Thank you. Uh, it's a groundbreaking show, not only for Canada, but for Jamaicans. Yeah. Mm. I feel like for Jamaicans, we have so much talent, so much charisma, yeah. but we never have the proper infrastructure to show it to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the few times we do, you get a Bob Marley, a Sean Paul, yeah. a Monticilla. So it's like when we do get those rare moments where it's a proper product, it's put out in the correct way, everything's done well. I'm proud of you. I'm, oh, I'm really proud of you, you. and I'm proud of this project. It's great. Sure. Yeah, because you're repping the island properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's... All Jamaicans ever want yes. in, in the film yes. industry. Yes. It just yes. never happens. Never Spike happens. was in New York and got a Trinidadian. What was yeah. with that? that was, I think like I have that movie. I have almost a vendetta against her because She's, otherwise the movie it? was so fire. She got it. She oh, got, she's gotta have it. There she's gotta have it. One. That's the one that I'm thinking about. There was another mm. one, Brooklyn, EP'd, where it was like same thing, Brooklyn, and like I'm pretty sure this man's from Grenada. Why are we saying yeah. he's Jamaican? And Trini woman off top. She's saying bumble clot and all this stuff. I'm like, it sounds a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear when it's not like organic to their mom. And I almost didn't because like I wrote Marie, the mom, as a North American, like, you know, because some people come at a certain age and they'll lose their accent. Yeah. Like, Let's yeah. go with that because, and then and the network really wanted, like they really want to lean into the Jamaican yeah. elements. I was like, y'all got Jamaican performers that can do it because yeah. you, it seems that you don't because we keep seeing these like poor representations of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, I think we did decide. I said, we'll send out sides. I'll put in like one or two lines of patois. And if they can nail that, then like, yeah, we're gangbusters. And if not, she needs to be North American then. Yeah, because yeah. I would rather keep something that blends with the story than try to go for that. Mm-hmm. And mi- like, it Miss, just wasn't yeah. going to happen with any other yeah. accent. And then Leslie was the only person another there was a couple other people that could have done the accent but one of the funny things is black women don't age like so by the like there's some they people who were look, the right age but like they don't, you look, don't it. look it yeah like you look like you could be <laughs> nah, her sister yeah, and you're not yeah. getting the same kind of like mm. stern motherly effect mm-hmm. out of it when you're yeah. saying it type of thing and so that makes sense yeah and then leslie adlam she performed and she said line and it was a oh perfect yeah this is great she's great she's amazing um yeah man i can't say enough nice words about oh, this you. you can kill it so uh, everybody's gotta check it out on yeah, crave yes. just on yeah. crave right yes only mm. on crave first three episodes drop on Friday and then mm-hmm. the last three episodes drop on the 20th and then we should all flood Crave platforms to tell them we want Hell season yeah. damn straight season two season two season two you know what I did notice though yeah. like well I don't I didn't notice if they said Toronto or not but it felt Toronto without actually having to say it yeah it was one of those like I mean I think 
could we show it better than we could tell it mm. like that we were in the city and mm -hmm. feeling that vibe and like I really wanted to show the experience of like because I think someone asked earlier like it's always about Toronto but like it's a whole thing the migration of like the suburban adjacent yep. in the GTA wanting to come downtown like yeah. mm. cough cough liberty village right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's the entire population over there yeah. is a lot of that and so I really wanted to see this through the eyes of someone who grew up in the suburbs and doesn't knows of the city is goes to the city, but hasn't ever actually lived there yeah. and been down there themselves so that we could also further explore Toronto with her. Yeah. Like, nice. you know, as the show goes on. Yeah. So, that's yeah. amazing. Okay. That's amazing. I, and I, I love girl, that's not forced uh, down your throat either too. The one that she went to university with when she was in the, the oh, office, yes, 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 her yes, Instagram yes. was like, go on bridal path or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the Adele Bantu knots. I was dying. On the bridal path yeah there's a lot of like oh, hidden things like yeah. that if you're like if you know from the city but yeah bridal path being her last name should tell you everything i was dying i was dying yeah i love it i love it there's um there's very few times where we get an opportunity like this mm -hmm. where we can actually show up with numbers and help yeah. A project like this so i really do encourage people to check it out yes make sure you guys do yes, um do. ratings on imdb where, where do you yeah we'll take wherever wherever yeah. you can rate wherever you can rate make yeah. sure you guys follow them on instagram bria mac gets a life yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 and uh share thank with you so a much yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend you know this was super fun so oh, happy yeah. you're here congratulations amazing, amazing. you know very thank happy you. thank you guys for tuning in again i'm marlon i'm norm i'm alicia and that was the extra gravy Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.